episode 38 of the Shore Report. I'm Jay Posner, and I'm Jessica Limford. And uh, and this week, I think you know we we sort of talk a lot about rec stuff, but this is this is kind of sort of a I don't I was going to say a tangent to recreation, but it's really mm-hmm. leveraging economic development and sports activities yeah. in the town for you know the betterment of the town. So it's the theme is generally sports tourism, and we've mm-hmm. got two excellent guests. Yes, we have two experts. Really, when it comes yeah, more to leveraging, than me, more yeah, than me. well, yeah, me too. Um, but when it comes to, you know, we talk about leveraging assets, and assets aren't necessarily hard things. They're not just the harbor. They're not just the airport or whatever. Um, but leveraging assets is in the the people in our community too, and the clubs and the services and the facilities and things that we're able to to share and talk about and and leverage. Well, they're not. They're just if they're not used or if they're not. They're just buildings, you know, or right. their spaces. So this, these are actually two people that are passionate about what they do. You'll you'll hear that obviously, yeah, and and using it to improve Soggy Shores overall. Absolutely. So let's just jump right in. So we're joined with Councillor Don Matson. Don, thanks for coming on the show. Thanks for having me again. And you're re- yeah, you're a recurring guest. Who yeah, Who would have <laughs> thought that? You brought me back after the first time. Well, it was, was one perfect. of our more successful episodes when we talked yeah, about the Coliseum. So yeah, yeah. Well, oh, that was, that was a great event. Yes, I know it was, and lots we heard lots of positive things about that. That's awesome. So we are going to talk kind of along the, those lines, recreation, because we're going to, we want to talk to you about sport tourism. Sport tourism, <clears throat> to me, is events and people and locations. You know, the whole definition of sport tourism: you need facilities and accommodations. People now want to be involved in stuff. They're more active. They have more free time and a little more money to get around. So they want to do stuff on weekends or during the week. They want to just be active. And what they do is they cycle. They go walking. They go swimming. They go play ball. They play hockey. They play volleyball. They play everything. Mm -hmm. They just want to have places to go. And we talked about sports tourism in council about a year and a half ago. And we got got the idea that, you know, and my, my motto is, if you build it, they will come. If we have the facilities, we can be bringing people to town here to make this town better than it already is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. And, and I know that, so myself as a runner, you, you see a race and it's out of town, that's okay. You know, you can sign up as long as you can find a hotel room and somewhere to have some pasta the night before, you're good to go. So I certainly recognize the opportunity that, uh, but you were giving us a few examples of just some of the numbers and the community, what was happening um, prior to to today, can you give us just maybe reflect a little bit on the history? Well, this town has been very active. You know, you go back 15 years ago to Labor Day, probably the biggest weekend of the summer here. We had a men's fastball tournament. We had a men's hockey tournament. Uh, each each tournament had about 30 teams. So the, the fastball teams played down at Lakeview. You know, you had 30 men's competitive fastball teams. You had 20 to 25 men's hockey teams in town. And then it all culminated with the big dance that was on Saturday night. So you had two to 3,000 people in town for an event. Mm-hmm. And generally, where were those people staying? They stayed everywhere. That's when we had more of the, the little cottages down along Green Street and Market Street. They filled those up. They filled up the tourist camps. Any accommodation that was there, they stayed at. Mm-hmm. So Camping was a big thing back then, too. Oh, yeah, yeah, a little bit more. And yeah. And... Just the way you're talking about it makes it sound like it's not that hard to envision a future where that can happen again. Like you, you're, oh. you're suggesting you build the facility. So what kind of facilities are you talking about? Well, for accommodation-wise, you know, we've got some great uh, hotel, motel places in town. And, and they're 
they fill up fast. There's mm-hmm. nowhere for people to come. Mm-hmm. So we have to look at getting another hotel chain in town. We've already announced one. I'd like to see another one mm-hmm. just for people to come to. But if you look at events, we have our Girls Silver Stick. It's kind of toned down a little bit because we don't have room for everybody. But if you have another hotel chain in town, you can fill it. So you go from 15 to 20 to 30 teams again. Mm-hmm. Active competitive hockey, our baseball leagues, our slow pitch leagues. We've got almost 1,000 men and women playing slow pitch in town. There should be a tournament running every weekend or at least every other weekend in town. So with that, you got to have the facilities. You need four to six good diamonds to attract the people. Mm-hmm. You know, a Saugeen Shores Minor Soccer is a huge association. We could, If we had, you know, one or two more pitches, we could be hosting every year-end tournament. Bring the people to us. Don't travel. Bring them to us. And then you have that, and you can have it in the summertime too. You know, we could, we could be hosting uh, U16, U18, U20 teams, but our kids go to town because we don't have the facilities. Right. So at Capital Budget last week, you guys, uh, Council was talking about um, ball diamonds and a project to expand and create a bit of that ball diamond cluster. I Obviously, that you'd be in favor of, of that. Oh, yeah. Just, just imagine we, we get a, a complex where there's six or eight diamonds. That's that's just that's my dream, a, a place like that. So every night they be full. We've got so many teams. We're turning away people. We could fill that. And then on the weekends, that's the fun time. That's when you bring people into town to to show off and showcase our our town. You know, our beaches are second to none. Bring them into town. If you build it, they will come. They will fill it, and we'll have lots of people. Mm-hmm. And which is good for businesses. Which is good for tourism. It makes everybody happier. Yeah, absolutely. And so there has been the recent announcement, and we know the um, there's been an approval of the Holiday Inn franchise. So, so that's exciting, and and hopefully we can see that come to fruition. I think they're talking 2019 for occupancy. But I really see so at the capital budget, and you guys were talking about ball diamonds, and knowing that this hotel announcement's just come out. I feel like the future is very bright. I... The future is very bright. And, you know, we're, we're looking at with the REACT Committee as well and the Recreation Master Plan. It says we need another um, ice surface in town. We've got so many kids coming through the public school system. We've had uh, 500 kids in kindergarten last year, and the numbers are the same this year wow. and probably going to be the same or higher next year. So those kids are all coming up, and we have to have places for them to go. We should be building a... A new pool. And now this all comes down to money. You have to have the money to right. do it, and we don't want to bankrupt the town, and we don't want to raise taxes. So we've got to find the right partnerships. That's the big thing: partnerships and grants. But uh, you know, a, a ball complex, another ice pad, a recreation facility that has extra gymnasiums because our gyms at night in town are packed. Whether it's dodgeball, badminton, volleyball, mm-hmm. basketball. It's crazy the amount of people that are out and active these days. Yeah, there's lots of fun groups like that. And actually, uh, later on the show, we're going to talk to Richard Harris, um, and he's going to tell us more about a local club that's doing lots of those team team events and team games. Um, but we, we certainly recognize that it is a very active community. Um, and I, I hear you. I think that the possibilities really are endless. And it's, yeah, well, I was just going to add that it was, it's the, by having a successful uh, facility to to hold all these events will mean our businesses are successful too. So yes. su- and, and then the, it works in reverse too. Successful businesses means we're going to have more successful tournaments. And, uh, and two of the things we haven't even mentioned is, is biking. We're looking at becoming the yeah. bike-friendly town, and cycling has grown by leaps and bounds exponentially. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, you travel the road from Southampton to Sabo Beach any Saturday or Sunday, and there's 100, 200 people yeah. riding from Southampton even to Wyerton just to have a cup of coffee or breakfast yeah. and back. So imagine if we got our roads fixed up, that we had paved shoulders. The ride that you could have from, from Southampton all the way along County Road 3 to Mile May, Clifford, Harrison, all the way to Guelph. Mm-hmm. Imagine the side roads we have in our countryside in Saugeen Township with the hills and the trails. 
people would flock to come here. And that's not even talking wintertime stuff. You know, we've yeah, got right. our great trail system that we use for hiking and walking and riding in the summer. Imagine if we started to groom those for ki um, kayakers, for <laughs> snowshoeing. <laughs> Boy, that would be a real neat sport. <laughs> for snowshoeing and cross-country skiing. And, and those are very big. You go to uh, Hepworth, to the sawmill, or you go to Duntroon. Those are places that yeah, bring absolutely. in a lot of people for cross-country skiing. And our high schools are getting bigger and bigger with, with the individual sports like cross-country skiing. There's a lot of kids that do that. Yeah, a lot of sure. people that do that. Yeah, and sport tourism is one thing, and then there's experiential <clears throat> tourism, and that's something else that we know um, working with the RTO7, so that's a regional organization, regional tourism organization, um, and we're in Section 7, Gray, Bruce, and Simcoe. And part of what, what we learned from them is this, this trend or the way the economy is going for experiential tourism. So people also, so people will come for a tournament or, you know, maybe like Shanna had recently hosted and been on the show uh, to talk about the provincial life-saving champions at the championships at the beach. So people will come for specific things, absolutely. But tourists will also come to try something or to have an experience. Yeah. So it's it is absolutely as you said the you know the facilities and and everything else. But just to to go snowshoeing if you've never done that and now there's an opportunity to to have that experience and it's offered in Sogging Shores and there's an accommodation there's great restaurants there's wonderful shopping, perfect. One of our biggest hidden gems is McGregor Park. Absolutely. You have the outdoor ice oval for skating. You've got the cross country ski trails and the snowshoe trails. It is fantastic, but not many people know about it, mm -hmm. just because it's a little bit outside of town. Um, going back to Shit. <clears throat> Shanna, the life-saving uh, competition this summer was just phenomenal. The people that were in town, oh, gosh, the beach yeah. in Southampton was packed, the Port Elgin beach was packed, and to top it all off, one of her, her lifeguards actually saved somebody and demonstrated everything that they yeah. do. <laughs> you know, it's, that's, it was great. Yeah, that was a really incredible summertime event. Well, thank you so much for coming on the show. We just thought we'd reach out, and we know you're passionate about sports tourism, and, and as are we. There's lots of opportunity moving forward. Well, thank you, and I look forward to uh, us building you know, as I said, you build it, they will come, and, and they're coming in droves. Awesome. Thank you. We are joined today with Richard Harris. And, Richard, you're here from the volleyball club and a whole bunch of other stuff. Why don't, you know, I'm just going to leave it to you. Can you tell us just about your sure. club and what you're up to? Yeah, so Social Athletics of, sorry, Social Athletics of Sogging Shores is what we call ourselves now. Uh, we started in 2009 just as the Port Elgin Beach Volleyball Club. But uh, over the years, we've picked up a few other things to uh, to run. People kind of said, hey, you guys do this, all right, you want to do this? So we do the women's indoor volleyball now through the winter and uh, the Sogging Shores dodgeball. Uh, we have adult dodgeball as well through the winter. So, uh, yeah, so we have our hands in a lot of things right now. So we kind of changed our name to move away just from the volleyball to because uh, our whole mandate when we started this thing in 2009 was just to get people active. Yeah. You know, the town... Uh, I moved here in 2001, and the town was kind of almost at its lowest uh, population ever. And over the last 10, 15 years, it's really boomed. So we saw the opportunity uh, with all the young people and everybody moving to town to, to grow a bunch of the recreation and some of the opportunities. So we're just trying to follow that trend yeah. and, and provide things for people. Yeah, that's cool. And, and I guess, um, you know, as we are seeing continued growth and we're planning for a big growth, um, recreation is should never be overlooked. You know, people want to live in a place where there's something fun to do. Well, and I think one of the things, especially with what, with what we're doing, like in Bruce County, Gray County, the areas where we are now and where we grew up and stuff, you know, there's there's soccer, there's baseball, there's hockey, there's those main mm -hmm. sports. They're there. They don't need the development. They need the facilities for sure, but mm -hmm. those sports are here. But I'm, I'm a sports geek, but volleyball and hockey are kind of my thing, so... 
when I moved over here, I was always trying to set up some volleyball games. And whenever I'd be playing, there'd be people continually coming up, hey, can we join your game? Can we join cool. your game? And so that kind of said, okay, well, now let's let's make this formal so it's not just the four or five of us playing all the time. And, uh, and I think people moving here from Kitchener-Waterloo, from Toronto, from Hamilton, um, they have those that recreation where they're from, so they right. come up here. And that's one of the reasons our things have blossomed the way they have, I think. That's awesome, yeah. Well, you got into the right market at the right time. Yeah, that's I think fantastic. so, yeah. Cool. So we, we were talking with Councillor Don Matheson earlier, and we were talking specific about sport tourism. And so I have to admit, you know, I, I reached out to Richard to invite him to the Shore Report because there was some Twitter discussion um, about why do we need an additional accommodator? You know, why do we need, or why is the town targeting um, or looking to attract a brand international hotel? And uh, you and I kind of quickly followed up on, hey, there's huge opportunity. There's lots of business opportunity. So I know the one thing, the theme that came out of yours was sport tourism. Yeah. And you specified the volleyball tournament. Yeah. So what does sport tourism mean to you? Well, I think what it means to me is like, we can really showcase the area that we live in, right? Like Sogging Shores. I didn't come over to Sogging Shores. I'm from Bogner, just the other side of Owen Sound, but I came to Sogging Shores maybe once or twice to play hockey or maybe baseball when I was a kid, but really we went to Sobble Beach, right? right. Sobble Beach was the destination for, for us, and I played volleyball there. That's what I did. It was the volleyball beach at the time. They had they hosted national championships a couple times in the mid-'90s that I volunteered at because I was a member of the Sogging Shores Vol- – or, sorry, the uh, Sobble Beach Volleyball Association. And so – what I like about the volleyball and the tourism and things like that we've brought here is we've become the volleyball beach. Like mm-hmm. Sobble still has a few nets here and there, but there's mm-hmm. no infrastructure there. And maybe it's because a bit more of a, co- um, a cottager town than we are here. But, uh, you know, we have that infrastructure here and we have such a great area. Let's bring people into the area, right? Because mm-hmm. in our, not just our volleyball tournament that we have in June, but our leagues that run all summer, we have people from Meaford. Like people are coming from Meaford, like sort of driving an hour, hour and yeah. 10 minutes to come to uh, Port Elgin to play beach volleyball because awesome. they don't have anything else. Like yeah. they could go to Collingwood. There's a bit of a program there, but not really. Um, so we have people from Chesley. Like King Carden has a very nice beach and they have volleyball courts, but people come from King Carden to play here, right? Awesome. And what they do after is they go to Boston Pizza. They go to the Queens, the Wiz, Allen's. They go yeah. to those places and hopefully have some food after, even if they just grab a coffee on the way out. That's right. There's $2 they spent in our town that, and that's what we want, right? Yep. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, I love it. Well, that's what we do at in municipalities we try to examine these things that start at the grassroots by yeah. you and try to use it to our advantage economic mm-hmm. development yeah. so i think you know leading the making the long story even longer would be then the next one be to have tournaments which you've been running for several years on the volleyball and you yeah. can explain how that's growing and how you expect it could continue well, to grow yeah and it was interesting um yeah, like I said, we started the um, the volleyball club, our leagues and things like that in 2009. But the tournament, the Welcome to Summer Tournament, came about with some discussions with uh, one of our members, uh, Ryan Smith, who runs the volleyball club with me. It's uh, Teresa, excuse me, Teresa Brown, Dylan Wake, Ryan Smith, and myself that run the uh, the volleyball club. And Ryan's the only one that's actually a local, born and raised Sogging Shores uh, resident. So he had some contacts. So he was talking with somebody at the Chamber of Commerce and we had this idea came up about the volleyball tournament and let's do it in June before the real mm-hmm. beach season hits before everybody's here. So, 
you know, we're now bringing 35 teams of, it's a co-ed fours tournament, four on four. So about most teams come with five or six players. And if they're bringing their spouses and everything as well. So we're, we had 35 teams in the tournament last year. Oh, that's and it's always the third weekend in June. Uh, so we kind of keep it a consistent date. So now it's yeah. on the calendar. We had um, we had two teams from Kitchener, two family teams. They kind of broke up really? and, and came. We had a team from Hamilton. Again, we have those people from Meaford come. We had some Collingwood yeah. people. Countless Owen Sound, Chesley, Salvo Beach, Wyerton yeah. people. And so, the, you know, they're coming into town for the weekend. A lot of them will stay over, even if they're staying at a friend's cottage. Um, again, the Wismer House, Jeff and his crew have been a, a leading sponsor of our club the last couple of years, or a partner. And so we usually do a Saturday night party back there. So there's all those people, you know, 35 uh, teams coming into town. And that's amazing. Even if, even if each person only spends $10, sure. that's a lot of money spent in our town that yeah. wouldn't have been if we didn't have these Oh, events. my gosh. That is so cool. Thanks yeah. for all of that. That's really, it's really inspiring information. And, yeah, I like how... Jay, I really appreciated how you talked about, you know, the, the grassroots because that's exactly what you guys were and you're growing and you're you're doing amazing things for our community. Um, so we talked also with uh, Councillor Matheson about the um, the new the news about the Holiday Inn franchise being approved and and um, this this plan and of course you know Jay and I are excited about that. We're always excited about new opportunity and growth in the community. Do you think that that's something that, like, your club down the road, like, just with the continued growth, is that exciting for you guys, too? I think it is. Like, one of the one of the things we run into with uh, with our beach volleyball program is space, right? Like, mm-hmm. as uh, Lake Huron, the water levels, and we need water in the Great Lakes, yeah. right? So it's a great <laughs> yeah. problem. Yeah. But uh, our beach has gotten smaller, right? Yeah. So we only have the capacity for things like that to have so many people in town, mm-hmm. right? And right now we do keep it to a one-day tournament, get people into town, and they can get home. But... You know, one of the things is if we can expand, make it a two-day tournament. Because a lot of tournaments, mm-hmm. if you're going to Grand Bend, if you're going to a Sega Beach, like I don't as much anymore. But we used to, you know, my brother and I and both my sisters and our spouses are all uh, volleyball players. We used to tour around and play all the tournaments all around Southern Ontario. And you go to a Sega Beach, you go camping or whatever, and you, you stay or, at, like you mm-hmm. say, a hotel for the weekend. So if we can keep growing, and right mm-hmm. now we don't have the call for it yet, like mm-hmm. 35 teams we can manage, but if it gets any bigger than that, we will mm-hmm. have to go into a second day, right? Yeah. So having facilities like that would be great and maybe help us grow. Yeah, that's great. That's yeah, similar message from our conversation with uh, Councillor Matheson. Well, I, it is, and it's just you say you have a second day. Well, what about you know every other tournament, and not just sports, mm-hmm. but every other event? There's communities yeah. that pride on themselves on having something for every day of the year, and that just yeah. means their facilities are used as well as the businesses are successful too well and, and i think it's interesting my son for a couple of years played lacrosse out of owen sound right and when owen sound has their big uh, father's day classic tournament they usually hold a division out of port elgin right yeah. but there aren't a lot of those facilities to so those teams most of those teams are either are staying in owen sound though mm-hmm. and coming over to port elgin so now they can say okay with the peewee division of that tournament is in port elgin this year and if you sign up you know it's listed it's whatever age division they choose is going to be in port elgin Hopefully, with more awesome. facilities, those people will stay here for the weekend yeah. instead of staying in Old Sound and going back and forth yeah. for their games, right? Yeah, and I was just going to tap into that actually. And so, thanks for bringing that up. So, you're really involved in in lots of other sports, and mm-hmm. and you said it. You're the sport geek, so I'm not calling you the sport <laughs> That's geek. That's fair. Yeah, you did. Yeah, self-proclaimed. Wait, geek, geek um, culture is like <laughs> pop culture right now. That is. That's true. true. That's true. Cool. Yeah, it's yeah. cool to be a we'll geek. Take it. Yeah, nerd geek, whatever. Um, so, I guess like in your experience with with other sports, so yeah. you know, put volleyball aside for a second. Like hockey, um, lacrosse. Are you? Do you? What do you hear? Like, do you hear that the tournaments here that the accommodators are full and people are well, are driving? Or I, it, it's interesting that I know. Like, 
the one thing that Sogging Shores uh, Minor Hockey does really well, they have the uh, Caitlin Cobain Memorial yes. Silver Stick Tournament yeah. in February every year. And my daughter plays girls hockey, so she, my one daughter, so she's into that. And I think they are pretty at, at capacity. And I do yeah. hear that teams are staying, whether it's Owen Sound or King Carden has a few big hotels yeah. that they've built up over the last couple of years. And so, you know, we've had the, the Chris Knott Memorial Tournament, unfortunately, mm-hmm. is kind of, I think, uh, it's not running this year, I don't think, and, it, and it's gotten smaller in the past. And I'm not really sure the reasons for that. Mm-hmm. Um, I, maybe facilities are part of mm-hmm. it, you know, because mm-hmm. a lot of the times, especially, you know, being involved in minor hockey, uh, I've been involved in it for seven or eight years now, um, everybody wants to go to London, they want to go to Kitchener, they want to go to sure. St. Catharines, Niagara Falls yeah. for these tournaments, right? Part of it's facilities, nice hotels. Sure. I mean, and, you know, everybody likes to go to Kitchener or London to shop yeah. and do whatever. Yeah. So if we can bring more of those facilities here, I mean, the Plex and Southampton Coliseum are fine arenas, so yes. we have those. But yeah. the incendiary uh, facilities are what maybe we lack. Yeah, yeah, and and resources, right? Like, I know we, we look at the size of our community and the resources that we have. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and what can we do and what and obviously we work very hard to ensure that we have lots of recreation facilities that are accessible for everybody and, and inclusive programming and um, I guess you know all of it ties back to the fact that we uh, we can do what we can do and we look to you guys mm-hmm. to do other stuff because you guys are doing it really really well, well. It, it, when you talk about facilities it's interesting especially since we took over running the women's volleyball league and the, and the dodgeball league We'd love to do a men's do- or volleyball night or a co-ed volleyball night. And our name's been on the list with the school boards for five or six years to try to get gym time, but there isn't any. Yeah. And we actually use the uh, the Bruce Street United Church this year for our women's oh, volleyball okay. league, right? We've tapped into their gym, and it's yeah. a nice gym. But they're busy, too, with their facilities. Yeah. So, again, those leagues can't grow anymore because yeah. there's no more space for them to grow. And I don't, it's not about anybody's fault, and I'm not sure. It's growth. It's nuts. It's like, growth. And it's okay. Like Progression isn't necessarily a straight line. So there'll right. be an ebb and flow where some yeah. events maybe don't last very long for whatever reason. That means yeah. there's just more space for... Yeah. You know, for others, yeah. you know, other things to take them take the place. So yeah, I, yeah but you know what? That's thing, so. yeah, and also we are the fastest growing community in Bruce County. Um, just about Grey Bruce, Town of Blue Mountains. I know so. this is my key message. <laughs> I like it. It is yeah. one of my key messages. We are the yeah. fastest growing community in Bruce County. So when oh, you sure. take a look at that, and you take a look at our population, you take a look at our space, take a look at our facilities. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, growth is is exceptional it's exciting um things change and things grow and we have the infrastructure in the ground to handle the growth and then we have to look above the ground Mm -hmm. and what else do we need you know like that's so that's that's our job um as a municipality and uh and council and and we're we're working on it yeah right on cool well that's awesome thanks for coming on the show we really appreciate it no thanks for having me and anytime i can but uh, it is exciting the growth and i mean my group uh with ryan Teresa and dylan are going to do the best we can to keep providing thank what people you. want and uh yeah. and the town's been a great supporter of us right from the get-go so awesome. thank you very much that's cool awesome thanks yeah, so why don't we just wrap it up there there's no need to edit we should sure. say that as always <laughs> uh, you can reach out to us at podcast at soggingshores.ca if you want to hear more about this or ask more questions or yeah. whatever it is yeah, and actually, you know what we'll do, too, is we will link um, to your, I'm assuming you guys have a website? Socialathletics.ca. Social Perfect. Yeah. There you go. That was easy. So we'll link that right to the podcast as well. Right on. Yeah, and we'll talk more about collaboration and leveraging the, you know, exciting uh, things growing in Sogging Shores. Yeah, absolutely. Grassroots up. All right, thank you. Okay, thanks. Thanks.